This is the MMA Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Petrie. Who they? Who they? Who they think gonna beat them Bengals? Nobody! I'm jacked up. It's a Sunday night show, baby. A little later than normal. Bengals won. Joey B has his first... NFL win under his, bunt, for, uh, under his belt. First of many, by the way. Joey Burrow has already broken like three records. I know this is an MMA podcast. Let me talk about Bengals just for a little bit, okay? Yeah, we're not going to win a Super Bowl this year, okay? I mean, yeah, I mean, crazier things have happened, but we're not going to win a Super Bowl this year. But with Joe Burrow as our quarterback for the foreseeable future, I have, I have no problem saying that he's going to get at least one. He's that good. Big Sunday, big Sunday energy. I usually nap earlier in the day, like right after the Bengals. I fall asleep on the couch for the for the later games. I fell asleep, but I slept a little later. So then I, I, I had a late dinner. Now I'm here. I'm like, you know what? Let me get on the mic. Let's uh, put out a podcast for tomorrow. Last night's card was very average. We'll go over it. This is going to be a talk them up, chat them up kind of thing. I don't have too much to go on over the card last night. We'll highlight some of the people, go over it picks whatnot um but i want to push one out i want to get one out we, there's another pick i'm coming this week hopefully that'll be in video format i think i ironed out all the bells and whistles with the video stuff uh so hopefully we'll have some uh the video picks come uh later this week which is what i want to do i'm going to start putting the my pickums on youtube maybe breaking up clips and stuff a lot of people much better than me do that uh with their stuff so that's what i want to do but uh yeah it's a it's a good sunday right daughter's in the bath just gave her a little bath bomb wife ordered her you know wife is uh she she owns her own shop winnie james go shout out winnie james go on etsy and she trades and, and deals with other people that make stuff you know they're really creative people and um she got some bath bombs and then some other things i forget what what, what it was but the, the little one you know we, we give her a bath every night but she loves a good bath bomb and let me tell you what i've never i don't take baths because i'm a grown man right um, but that stuff smelled so fucking good in there, right? It looked a little bit like it was an orange one, so it looked a little bit like she maybe diarrheaed in the in the bath a little bit, looked a little uh, a little brown, but it smelled good. So uh yeah, so that's that's what we got right now. It's just a good Sunday, right? I'm I'm caffeined up, bangles are on a win. I'm you know, I'm gonna take all this positive energy all the way till next Sunday. Play the Baltimore Ravens. Heesh. They're pretty, pretty good, pretty good ball club over there. And then, uh, but yeah, we're, we're going to take the positive energy. Speaking about positive energy, uh, this, these couple of next things aren't positive. So yes, we'll get to the fights. We'll get to all that. But so <clears throat> I tweeted this out. I want to talk about it. You know, we talk about things. I, I'm, I'm a little, I'm interested in getting a new logo, right? Uh, I hire people on fiverr.com. I, I, I love supporting artists, artistic people. I would consider myself pretty maybe creative. I don't want to say artistic. I know creative arts or whatever. Uh, I, I have no talents uh, on the art side of it, but like, I, I think, I, I feel like I'm fa- fairly creative. So I like supporting local artists or not local, but just any kind of artists. Right. Um, I like getting, you know, different kind of posters put up on my wall. Like, you know, whatever my, my wife's a terrific artist. Um, she can do pretty much anything. <clears throat> so I was like, you know what? My logo I got that maybe, what, a year ago to eight months ago. I made the original Shield logo, which when I sold my microphone to that guy like two weeks ago, he we were chatting up. How, you know, he's a good guy. And he goes, oh, well, what's your podcast? I'll look it up, man. I, I would love to subscribe, support you. So I told him, and he has an, <clears throat> an iPhone, and he looks it up on, on uh, 
you know, iPhone, Apple podcast, whatever the podcast thing is that you download for, uh, you know, Apple podcast and, uh, the shield popped up, right? The old shield, which I switched that forever ago with the new blue logo with my dumb face on it. So I had that made by an artist on Fiverr. She's great. You know, I paid like 15, 20 bucks for it, whatever it was. And then I was going down a YouTube rabbit hole and I saw a guy pay three different Fiverr artists, um, you know, different levels of, of like, you know, 15, 20, like 300 bucks, right. <clears throat> to create different Twitch overlays, which is what I don't need. I don't need Twitch, but it got me thinking about, uh, there was right when I had my logo done, I had, I had, I saw this idea and I said, Oh, that's a really good idea. And I, I was going to just make the logo, pay for someone to make it, put it on a shirt. And, and then when I started thinking about it, I'm like, man, that's probably a little bit better than a shirt. That might be like the new logo. So I sat on it, I buried it, and then it kind of creeped back up in my old brain. <clears throat> so I hired two artists right around the same price to uh, do this logo. So I sent them the image of what my inspiration was with detailed notes of what I want. <clears throat> Before I purchased anything, they were like, both of them were like, yeah, I can do it, right? Absolutely. Yep. So then you buy it. <clears throat> Sorry, my throat. I don't know what's going on in my throat. So I buy it, and uh, the minute I buy the one, I, I I spent the it was twenty five dollars for the medium package. That would have fit my requirements of what I needed. I end up paying thirty. I said, "Here's thirty bucks," because I'm I want maybe a little more detail in the background, and you know I want to I want to give you a little bit more money because I don't want to you know I'm not trying to nickel and dime you right. <clears throat> so the first thing in in the font. Uh, of the the original picture I sent them was very important to me. I said this font is what I want, same color, same everything. This is what I really want. The font is is very important. So that was the initial conversation. Yes, I can do it. I pay for it. I pay more money than I really had to because of the background. First message, I think it's a woman. She sent back to me. I don't know if I have that font, but I'll try to match it. Okay, well, strike one because uh, you said you could do it. Now you say you don't have the font. When I made it very very clear. The font was the most important part. So I said, listen, it, you know, because I have like unlimited revisions on this one. Like I think if you spent the top tier amount, you get unlimited revisions. So if she fucks up on it, I'm just going to keep being like, nah, not it, not it, not it. I'm going to be a little bit of an asshole because, you know, I, I want it perfect. The other guy, he's got this thing, right? And they both do very similar art. So they're basically on the same thing. He's a little more expensive. He ended up being like 50 bucks. I, I spent the premium package on him as well. And his thing was li literally in bold things on Fiverr, 24, 48 hour turnaround, right? I was like, that's pretty cool. Cause I'm an impatient fucking son of a bitch. I need somebody to turn this shit around quickly so I can get a good idea of if it's going to work or if it's not, I don't mind the, spending the money um, because I'm supporting these people, but it's going to be nice if it turns out the way I want it. Like the expect expectations in my head and they're both very talented. They both do really, really good work. So I sent him the same thing, literally copy and paste from when I sent her top tier, whatever, right? About literally 24 hour. And I had already messaged him prior and he said, yeah, he can do it. Literally 24 hours later from the initial purchase of me sending him the requirements, I get, I wake up this morning to an email from Fiverr and I go, Ooh, he already delivered. That's awesome. I get excited. I'm like, I want to see what he did. Right. It was a message saying, Oh, thanks for the purchase, man. I'll get to it when I can. I'm, or I'm slammed. I'll get to it when I can. Huh? 
What? You're in bold font. It says 24 to 48 hours turnaround. When I spent the, when I looked at your packages, there was nothing that said, add this to get it quicker or this or that. It literally all, every package comes with 24, 48 hour turnaround. I bought this thing 24 hours ago. I bought it Saturday morning. Now, Sunday morning, 24 hours, you're telling me you're going to get to it and you can get to it. You've already, you're already behind the ball, bud. Now he does have, technically he does have the 48 hours, which will be tomorrow morning. Um, but you're already behind the ball, right? So I, I didn't say anything to him. I can be a little bit patient on this one. I'm sure I'll get it sometime this week. I just hope it's good, right? Take all the time you want. Take three days, take four days, whatever. Even though it says on your thing, 24, 48 hours, that's why you're probably a little more expensive than the other one. Um, but you false advertising a little bit there, huh? Better, better, better business bureau. Should I, you know, should I, should I contact them? What's going on here? But uh, yeah, so I'm not going to tell you what it is. Uh, I'm going to leave it as a surprise for the people that are watching. I did get a comment on Twitter saying <clears throat> my logo is pretty cool. I, I agree. It is. Um, but I just, you know, I can't get it out of my head. Maybe I won't even use this one. Maybe I'll keep the one I have. But uh, I mean, half the people that are listening to the podcast have the old shield that I did that that I have behind me that I got made a wood sign. That's always going to be there. That that was the original. Like I made that through an app on fucking my iPhone. Um, but I just wanted like a little more pizzazz to it. I think you know a lot of these MMA logos. If you look at the MMA podcast logos of other MMA shows, I mean they're rough, right? A lot of gloves, a lot of fire, a lot of cages, a lot of a lot of fences, a lot of you know, a couple just pictures of two people, right? I don't know. I I, I overthink th- things. I overanalyze things, definitely. Um, but I definitely have a clear vision of what I want. And hopefully these guys and woman, I don't know if it's a woman or not. Um, I think she might be. I don't know. I got I to gotta look at it again. But hopefully um, they both come through here because I think it's going to be pretty dope when it when it finishes. Even if I don't use the logo, I'm going to I'm gonna share it. But I, I, I have faith. I have confidence that I will use this. All right. So before we get to the fights, Dev Tejada, you know, listen, I'm going to bury this guy right now. I'm going to fucking bury him. He doesn't have a podcast. I do. I get the final say in this. He forgets that I have a platform like this. Now, like when Devin decides to get his own podcast, I will share it. I will tell you boys to go listen to it. But right now he doesn't. We, I was down with a migraine yesterday. I did not bet on any fights. Um, the only fight I would have bet on probably, I, w- I was a little gun shy at first um, with, uh, with betting this card because it wasn't a great card. I don't know if I was seeing the board well. Um, I went six and four of my picks, by the way, so it's not a horrible showing for me. But the one guy I was gonna bet on was Charles Rodan. I was very fit. I was very high on him. I thought he would finish as well. Uh, that fight ended in a draw. But so th- it goes like this. I've said on the podcast multiple times, and I said to them via text, Tim and Devin, that is, I had a migraine, so I didn't go gamble. And if I did, this is word for word what I said, I would have emptied the clip on Charles Jordan. Now that is a common expression. You listening at home, if you speak English, you know what I'm talking about, okay? It's a common expression. Devin, who is a gun enthusiast, uh, uh, you know, is a gun guy. I'm not a gun guy, right? I'm not. He corrected me. He said, well, it's not really a clip, dude. It's a magazine. So you're saying it wrong. You say empty the magazine. Okay. First off, my biggest problem is I immediately went down this road with him and argued for the next two hours about what it was. 
my initial response was, well, rappers say it, so I say it. And I stand by that. It's a slang term. It's a, it's a common used expression to empty the clip. It also means a number of different things. I got sucked into his world arguing about fucking guns. I've never shot a gun. I've never owned a gun. I didn't even know what a magazine was. I just knew the expression for multiple different reasons because I've heard people say it. I've heard it in songs. I say it. And we went on this whole big thing and he was, you know, doing the classic Devin stuff. You know, he's sending gifts. He's sending, I took L's, all this stuff like that, whatever. My biggest thing is I'm so mad at myself that I lost time to argue them because when I say empty the clip, I don't mean a gun at all, right? Why am I arguing about gun terminology with them when that's not what I meant? I'm talking about my FanDuel account. I'm talking about just using the commonly expressed phrase. It also means emptying your balls out in a woman. You empty the clip, you're blasting off in a woman or a guy, whatever you're into. You're emptying your balls. So it means a number of things. And I told my wife this. I was telling her this morning. I said, yeah, you know, Devin and I were you know, texting last. She asked me how the fights were. I was like, they're good. But I got an argument with Devin about this thing. And I got mad at myself for getting trapped into this little world. And we're arguing about synonyms and what things mean and, and, and all this stuff. And so I told her kind of the gist of it. She goes, well, wouldn't that mean emptying your, like, your money clip? Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, it is. I'm talking about money. I ain't talking about guns. So yeah, I'm emptying my money clip on Charles Jordan. So fuck you, Devin Tejada. That's all I got to say. A big fuck you to that guy. You know what I mean? And also, let's just be honest. Like I'm I'm joking around. I'm in jest, but let's be honest. It, it takes a real asshole to start correcting people on terminology, right? I went down last night. I went down a Reddit rabbit hole of people there's apparently a big issue in the gun world where people get very upset when casual people, I guess you can call them, call magazines clips. I'm not even a casual when it comes to guns. I am a, a, a novice, a retard. Now you're not supposed to say that word. I know nothing about guns. You could tell me a gun. Oh, yeah, it's a blah, 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 blah. I don't know if it's a handgun or a rifle. I have no idea, right? So you can tell me anything. I don't know what it is, right? I fully admit that. But I went down a Reddit, Reddit, a Reddit YouTube, well, no, Reddit rabbit hole, not YouTube, Reddit rabbit hole of these guys talking about this situation. And the one comment was, this guy's like, yeah, it's called a magazine. Some people call it clips, but don't be that guy. Everyone knows what you're talking about. And that was my point. I was never referencing guns. He brought guns up. He's a member of the NRA. We get it. You own a gun, but I'm mad at myself that I lost all that precious time. So if you're listening to this podcast, right, since I have this platform, please let me know. Have you heard the expression? And you've probably heard me say it. Empty the clip. And do you know what I mean? Right? That's all that matters. I don't care if I'm right about the terminology. If if it's called a magazine, if it's not, no one says empty the magazine, right? I'm never going to say that. Because that's not the expression. The expression is empty to clip. So if you are listening and you have heard that expression, let me know, please. And at Dev Goes Fishing on um, on Instagram and at the MMA Fish Guy, tweet at him and tell him that you've heard the expression as well. And just maybe tell him to go fuck himself and shit his pants or something like that. Just do something like that for me, please. Because I have this platform and 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 he trapped me into a dumb gum 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 gun argument that I didn't want to go through. So now he gets put on blast because I'm upset that I lost that time in my life. 
right? I'm not very like precious with my time. You know, I'm like, oh, I'll never get that time back. I'm never like that. But with that dumb argument, I am. I'm like, oh God, why did I do that? Why did I? I got a headache. I'm I'm tired. I'm laying on the couch. You know, wife went to bed early. I'm sitting here and I'm like, why am I arguing with this guy? Phone's about to die. I'm like, what am I doing with my life? All right. I guess we'll get to the fights since it's, that's why you guys are here. Um, Listen, there were some good fights. There were some good performances for sure. On paper, wasn't great. I fell asleep before the main event ended, full disclosure. Um, But yeah, let's get into it. First fight of the night. We're not going to... Yeah, we'll do what we do. Luigi Venerimi versus Justin Aria. Luigi knocked him out in the first round. Very impressive performance by Luigi there. Uh, Justin Aria hasn't fought in a while. Used to fight at 170. Came down to 155. Hadn't been finished by some big guys at 170. Got finished by Luigi here. You know, I think he's training in America. Was he? I think he's out of Colorado now. Italian name, but Brazilian born, which you got to love, right? He knocked out. He got knocked out in his debut. Good bounce back win for him here. He knocked out Justin Aria, who probably has seen better days and, and is no longer being in the UFC with the with the time away and, and whatnot like that. But you know, I gotta get you Neil. Know, Luigi's nine and one. He lost to a really good guy in his UFC debut. Gotta see some more of him. I like him at 155, better than 170. Let's see if he can keep that momentum. All right, next up, Casey Kenny versus Haile. Well, I, you know what's weird is they pronounce this. I know in China, Chinese and Mongolian culture, the last name is built in with the first name it's like i I don't know what to pronounce them right Haley alentong is what i call him but last night they were calling him alentong way lee or hey lee i don't know anyway he's a tough son of a bitch casey kenny looked phenomenal his stand-up looked really really fucking good in this fight he went south paul um because that that back lead that back kick he's got is is devastating busted up highly ribs all night long the left straight was great his lead right hand which is his primary hand i can tell is really strong as well. He was trying to counter a lot with that right hook. Casey Kenny looked really, really good on his feet. Defensively, I, I haven't been impressed with Casey Kenny. I feel like he gets hit a lot, but last night he was moving. He was slipping. I mean, he got hit. He got touched, but he was slipping. He was dodging. Didn't wrestle at all. Neither of these guys did. Casey went for a late takedown in the third round, just to kind of seal the deal. Um, did not get it, but highly is tough. Do not know how he took all his body shots. His body was purple and black and blue. It was disgusting. Uh, he was caught up on like both sides of his face. Really impressed with Casey Kenny. I I hope he gets a highly ranked guy. I got the rankings in front of me right now at 135. Um, Rob Font stands out to me right away because Rob Font hasn't fought in a while. Rob Font has problems with grapplers. I'm hoping Casey Kenny isn't going to get like his stand up looking really good. Hopefully he doesn't become like a stand up guy. Uh, hopefully he mixes it up really well. Rob Font jumps out of it to me, and so does Marlon Vera. Marlon Vera coming over a huge win over Sean uh, Sean O'Malley. A lot of people want the O'Malley fight. I saw that. I wouldn't mind the O'Malley fight as well. I mean, two unranked guys looking to get. I mean, one thirty five is stacked. I think Casey Kenny with his body of work has deserves his only loss is Marab in the UFC, and Marab is ranked what? I and mean, Marab is ranked thirteenth, which is a joke because he can beat most of the people that are ahead of him. I get it. You know, he hasn't fought world uh, class competition yet. I mean, he has. He's starting to. Song Yudong's another one against Casey Kenny. I think there's a lot of guys at 135 Casey Kenny can fight. I want to see him fight someone ranked. He deserves it. Let's get it on the books. Next up, Loma Lukabumi versus Jun Yun Fry. Loma looks fantastic here. She looked really good, a little strong. Uh, I thought Fry was going to be too big, too strong. She was going to take her down and wear on her. Both these girls are atom weights. They're not 115s. And Loma looked really strong in the clinch. 
She only gave up that takedown in the third round. Um, she um, June Fry kind of searched for it a little bit in the, in the first round. Didn't get it, but uh, Loma really, really stopped her and um, and looked really good in the clinch. Those knees to the body, those elbows were, were vicious. Really, really good fight for Loma Lukubumi. I love that she won, so I can keep saying her fucking name. That's all I want is to just keep saying her name, but it was a good performance. I got that fight wrong, by the way. First two fights I got right. That fight I got wrong. I lean fry. She was a slight underdog. Um, miss, you know, you, you're, you're going to, you, you know, it is what it is. All right, next up, Nasruddin Imanov versus Jordan Williams. Great fight. I had Imanov as my underdog lock. He cashed. He closed as a favorite, though. Something tells me that I'm moving lines here, okay? When I did this pick em, I got the lines the day before. So I got the lines last Wednesday, recorded the pick on Thursday. By Saturday, Imanov's the favorite. When I made him my underdog lock. Yes, my ego is that big to think that I'm moving lines. It is what it is. But Imanov looked really good. He slowed down that third round, which I don't like. He's a natural 170. Um, I maybe like to see him at 170, right? Usually I don't advocate weight cutting, but I think maybe if he was at 170 and he didn't carry that extra weight, he might have maybe not gassed because he had to do the extra cardio, whatnot. Jordan Williams, great chin on him. He got busted up. He got his orbital broke by a headbutt, I believe. I think something in his vertebrae is messed up, and, he, and there was another injury I can't remember. Uh, he was in there fighting, right? I thought he was going to get choked out a few times. I thought he was going to get knocked out a few times. He was in there fighting, and it was a fairly close fight. I mean, Imanov kind of stepped on the gas a little late, and then, uh, you know, they both were kind of tired and sloppy towards the end. But awesome performance by Imanov, and, uh, you know, I believe that was his UFC debut, so he looked pretty good. Like I said, like to see him at 170, a little bit tall, lankier at 170. I think that's a good weight class for him, but uh, good performance. Jordan Williams, you know, hopefully, I know he's diabetic. I don't know if you knew that about him, but hopefully he gets with a really good weight cutting coach. <clears throat> and they can figure out. <clears throat> I don't know what's wrong with my throat. Oh, geez. It <laughs> went bad there. Hopefully they can figure out getting him to 170 safely because he's just too undersized at 185. He really is. Too undersized and, you know, he has power, but it's, it would be much more effective at 170. So hopefully he can get with the right coach and they can get him down there. All right, Josh Kulabo versus Charles Jordan. This was my empty the clip. I'm going to literally probably pull a soundbite because I'm that fucking petty. Empty the clip fight is my mortal log. Charles Jordan was so high. Colabo, we didn't see a lot of him, right? He lost to Jalen Turner's UFC debut or weight class up. He looked kind of fat in that fight, looked kind of chubby, but that he was undefeated coming in. Jalen Turner was just too big, too strong, too everything. Charles Jordan came in, flashy striker, good knockout power, not like the best knockout power, but solid knockout power. Coming off a very close um, loss to Charles, uh, Charles Andre Feely. I thought Jordan was going to win this fight. I I actually had him winning 29-28. A lot of people had the fight to Calabo. It was kind of split down the middle, so I can understand the draw here. Obviously, Calabo dropped Jordan in the first round, broke his nose real bad. Second round was fairly close. Third round, I thought, was all Jordan. First round was all Jordan until he got dropped, but I just don't know how you give him that round. Um, if he got dropped, that could be a 10-10 round right there because I did think Jordan was controlling most of that. Second round, Colabo, very close. Uh, third round, Jordan took him to the mat a little bit and kind of dominated, but Colabo's a tough, tough dude. I like him at 145. He showed a lot of heart, a lot of good cardio. Jordan, you know, I think the fight derailed, got derailed for him when he got clipped in the nose. Um, he still put the pressure on. He still, you know, was doing his jumping shit, but... I feel like if he didn't get clipped and get put down and with nose broke, I feel like he would open up a little more. 
maybe would have got the decision. I don't know if he could have finished Kalabo because Kalabo looked pretty tough in there, but that was my mortal lock, empty the clip fight. And um, yeah, I would you would have got your money back, right? Uh, I would have lost a little money because I I would have pro- uh, propped it for a finish. I don't know what that line was. But uh, yeah, but you're going to get your money back. So it's a push, it's a draw. You didn't lose money. I don't know if I should count that as a win, a draw, whatever. I've been really hot on my motor locks lately. So I'm going to call this a push. Definitely not a loss because you would have got your money back. You're not losing money. And technically, I didn't give out the prop pick. So go fuck yourself. All right, next up, Carlos Connor is Court McGee. The natural born killer, baby. Listen, I am. Sur- I picked Court McGee, by the way. I got this fight wrong. I am shocked Court McGee did not try to wrestle. Carlos Condit, not even once, didn't clinch, didn't grapple, didn't do anything, just stood in front of him. Court McGee's got really awkward stand-up. Carlos Condit's kind of got awkward stand-up as well. They were kicking a lot. At the end of the first round, Condit dropped him, broke his nose pretty good. Um, second round, Court, as tough as they come, kept coming forward, kept coming forward. That was the story of the fight. They exchanged pretty well. Court McGee just doesn't have power in his hands. He pushes a lot of his punches. Carlos Condit has one of the best chins in MMA. If not the best chin in MMA, I might be willing to say that. He's never been finished by strikes. He's been dropped a handful of times, but that dude's chin is fucking rock steel. It's crazy how good of a chin he's got. Um, So Court McGee's not going to hurt him on the feet. I think he pierced up his legs a bit. Right? I think the legs maybe were bothering Cor- uh, Carlos a little bit. Carlos took some time off, came back. <clears throat> He looked good. My biggest issue is is people. Uh, I, I don't know her name. There's a there's a very liberal, and I hate using that word in, in these political times, but that's just what she is, right? She's not definitely not conservative. Her opinions are very liberal when it comes to MMA. Carlos kind of won the fight, and she was asking Carlos Conant to retire, right? Okay. Well, he just won the fight, and he's only thirty six. So Carlos Condit, who's 36, who won the fight, should retire. But Court McGee, who's 35, about to be 36, who lost the fight, shouldn't retire. Now, I know Carlos Condit has had a lot of wars, more wars than Court McGee. Court McGee's had 30 MMA fights or 29. So it's not like he's a young pup. Kind of odd, right? Carlos looked fairly good. He definitely didn't look chinny. at all. I mean, he didn't get rocked once. I mean, his game has always been his problem areas have always been getting taken down, not being able to get back up. We didn't get to see that. His stand up looked awkward as ever, looked a little rusty, looked a little off timing wise. That's going to happen being two years off. Um, I like to see him bounce right back in there and get another quick win. But hey, woman on Twitter, mm, let's quit calling for every fighter that doesn't look like they did when they're 20s to retire. Carlos Condit won the fight. Got his bonus money, has two kids to feed. He's not getting slept in there. He's not getting knocked out, right? Yeah, he doesn't look like he does in his 20s, but when I don't look like what I did when I was 20. Should I just go die? You know what I mean? What the fuck are you talking about? Now, if Carlos Connor went out there and got slept and looked embarrassing and was and had no cardio, and we've all seen fighters that do that, then yeah. But he went out there and won the fucking fight. Against a guy who looks really really hard, not, not hard to win against, but you, you, it's hard to look good against Corbin Gee. You can't finish him. He's got cardio for days. It, it's You know what I mean? Like He took two and a half years off. He had five losses or four losses, came back and beat a solid dude in court that a lot of people had court winning, including myself. So I wish I could remember this lady's name. I do not follow her. I see a lot of people retweet her and, and all this shit like that. But just shut the fuck up. Let's not quit. Let's not retire people because they don't look like what they did when they're 20. Okay. Carlos Condon is 36 years old. Listen, Anderson Silva was a champion at 36 years old. Okay. 
it's not out of the realm of possibility that Carlos Condit, maybe he's not going to get better, but he's definitely not getting any worse. You know what I mean? At, at this point. So I don't know. I, I just, the premature make guys retire shit is getting really old with me. And a big win for Carlos Condit. I was rooting for him. I did not pick him. Too dangerous. I thought he was going to get taken down laid on or at least clinched up. And, uh, you know, I thought he looked fairly good. I think maybe get him a fight in there quickly. Get some of that rust off again. Another striker. Well, Court McGee's not a striker, but he struck with him. Give him a striker, and we'll kind of see where he, he's really at, because that's where uh, Carlos shines, in my opinion. All right, next up, Dusko Tortovac versus Daquan Townsend. I mean, why is Daquan Townsend the UFC, guys? Um, I know he's got a lot of issues outside of the cage. His brothers died. He's had drug problems, whatever. I wish the guy the best sucks that his, uh, he's going through that. His brothers died and, um, you know, all the drug problems. I think there was something else too. Something else horrible with this guy. Respect, respect to Quan Townsend for having to deal with that shit. Right. Dusko though, destroyed him. The Quan was never in this fight. Um, piece him up on the feet, took him down and finished him brutally. The Quan is tough. He didn't get knocked out. He didn't quit. You know, a lot of guys would have quit in that situation. He was still looking to get up, but Dusko. Too good. Coming off the contender series. Might be a player at 185. I don't know. He's 10-0 with a lot of finishes. I, I got to see a little more of him. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he looked pretty rock solid to me against a, a bigger 85-er. Daquan Townsend spent most of his career at 205. So, yeah, he looked pretty good. But, again, the bar set pretty low on your debut there. So, uh, yeah, I want to see a little step-up competition. Kyler Phillips versus Cameron Else. Good fight. Phillips looks slick in this fight. Never once was... Was it not his fight? I like his confidence. I didn't. I haven't seen much of this kid, if I'm being honest with you. I don't remember the Gabe Sylvia fight, but I like his swagger. His stand-up's good. Uh, he's got some flashy stuff. He's got good takedowns. He's really good on, on top. You know, he hunts for stuff. And, you know, he went out there and, and, and TKO Cameron Ellis, who kind of got rocked at the end of the round with some elbows, looked a little wide-eyed, got taken down. And once he got taken down that in the second round, it was it was all she wrote there. Cameron Ellis took this fight on very short notice. He was on a fight six-fight win streak. A lot of people were calling him Machine Gun Kelly on Twitter. Kind of looked like Machine Gun Kelly with the hair. i like to see him get another shot at 135 on maybe a full camp notice or you know, a little more than like maybe a week or whatever he took this fight. You know, he flew across the world. So Kyler Phillips is no joke. I like keep an eye on this kid. I think this kid's going to be something special. He keeps maturing. I think he's with a good camp. His cardio looks really good. And uh, I, I feel like, you know, he's, he's got some swag to him. He's got some cool coolness to him, which is going to go a long way. Got that fight right as well. I almost made that my lock in the night as well. I might make that my lock of the night moving forward because Kyler Phillips is a solid dude. Jermaine Randy versus Julia Pena. Fight of the night, my opinion. Awesome, awesome fight. JDR, solid on the feet. Pena, she's a bulldog, right? She looks, you know, she hasn't fought in a while. Her stand-up is trash. I mean, it is what it is. It has not gotten better. Jermaine Durandamy, probably next to Amanda Nunes, might have the cleanest stand-up in all of women's MMA without question. Cyborg, yeah, Cyborg's out there as well. I, I forgot about Cyborg. But those three, Jermaine Durandamy is, is a fucking beast, right? Um, she went out there. She's popping a jab. She hurt Pena. She dropped Pena with, like, the same punch that she knocked out Aspen Ladd with. Pena, as tough as ever, went for takedown, started making it ugly. And then... Beginning of the second round, she went, fuck it. I'm just going to start throwing. And she was throwing heavy on JDR. and was catching JDR, went for some takedowns, put her on her back. Pena had a really good position. JDR got back to her feet. It was a back-and-forth fight. You know, Pena is 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 tough as it comes. She was outclassed in that first round, outgunned, 
realized, listen, I need to buy it on my fucking mouthpiece and I need to go after this broad. I need to take it to the ground. I need to rough her up. I need to set my punches up to get it to the ground. And she did that. Third round comes out, same thing. Julia Pena really piecing up JDR. JDR starting to respond a little bit. And then when they go to the ground, she just locked up a guillotine choke. And uh, it was an impressive win for JDR. I like to see her rematch um, Amanda Nunes. I think she looked better. Uh, well, I wouldn't say better because Holly Holm did look pretty good. Uh, there's some fights out there for Jermaine Randy at 135. I hope she stays at 135. She's tall. She's lanky. She's 36. So the time is now. Let's get her active. Maybe rematch Holly Holm. Maybe Ariane Aldana. Um, well, has her and Holly Holm ever fought? I feel like they did. Why did I why did I say rematch? Have they fought? Yeah, okay. Yeah, Holly Holm. She has a win over Holly Holm by decision. Um, I was pretty sure they fought. Yeah. So rematch of Holly Holm because Holly looked great. Come in event, fight was trash. Carlos Felipe versus Jordan DeCastro. Jordan Castro, one of the more disappointing guys. I thought he looked really good in the contender series. He looked good in his UFC debut against Justin Taffa. And then if, if he doesn't get you out of there one punch, he falls apart. Carlos Felipe. This guy, his teammate, his corners, all those guys were just yelling constantly. He likes to run his mouth a lot. I think he's absolute trash. I really do. I don't think he's good. I don't think either of these guys are good. Um, I was predicting a knockout. It was a kind of a high pace fight. Uh, Felipe's, you know, doing the whole hit me in the body, hit me in the head. Jorgen's not throwing much. They both kind of gassed out a little bit. Felipe won a decision. Um, yeah, I was disappointed in this fight. I thought Jorgen was gonna come out there, kick more, hit more, move away, and he just went out there and just was flat and was just afraid to throw. Got tagged up a little bit, and uh, Felipe's corner and all those guys—they they literally screamed like they won the fucking World Cup. Like, come on, calm the fuck down. You want? I know it's exciting. One UFC fight. But I just don't like this guy. He's on my radar of guys that I don't fuck with. Um, I have my guys list. This is guy. This guy's going to be quickly be on my enemies list. Obviously, I had no stake in the game. I did not gamble this card, but I did pick Jorgen, so that kind of hurts. Main event time, Irene Adana versus Holly Holm. Holly Holm looked fucking fantastic. I had to rewatch the fight because, like I said, I fell asleep. I picked Adana. I thought she was going to knock out Holly Holm. Um, Adana's as game as they come, but Holly looked great. She looked in great shape. She was putting her combos together. She wrestled when she needed to. She grappled when she needed to. But the blitzes and the kicks and then just her straight punches were really uh, messing Adana. And the biggest thing to take away from this fight to me was Holly Holm's footwork. It's just so much superior than Adana. Adana needs to work on that. She wasn't cutting the cage off. She was kind of trying to stalk Holly. Holly was moving back and forth, which we all know Holly can do. And then and then right when Adana maybe was flat-footed, Holly would sprint blitz in there with some straight punches and uh yeah great performance by holly holm um got it wrong boys i got that one wrong um next week the rest of the rest of the month of august looks pretty sick if you ask me let's see here the next card is uh marice or sanhagen i believe on fight island we got uh justin and khabib at the end of this month which i love we got korean zombie versus ortega I think there's probably a card somewhere in there I'm forgetting as well, but I can't wait. This uh, this card this weekend, just to highlight some of the things, obviously I'm going to release a pick them, but Giga Chikatse versus Amora Morales, that's going to be a fucking badass fight. Both dudes like to stand up. Morales is a banger. He's undefeated. Giga, kickboxer, look out for that. Tony Kelly versus Ali Aquasa, both guys. Lost their debuts in the UFC, but very, very close fights. Both bangers. Tony Kelly didn't fight for a long time. Got a quick turnaround. I love it. My boy Impa Kasanane. I need to know how to pronounce his name. Uh, he's, he, he's been begging for fights. He's getting Jaquan Buckley. 
guy fight Kevin Holland. He looked really good. Awesome, awesome fight. This undercard is absolutely sick. Yuzi Salah stepped up. He's fighting on the main card now. Tom Aspinall, the big heavyweight who destroyed uh, Jake Collier in his USC debut. He's finally getting a real heavyweight. Actually, you know what? He was. This guy, Alan uh, Badolt, is taking the fight on short notice. So... You know, but the main card to me is a little eh, right? Ben Rothwell's was Marcy, uh Ben Rothwell versus Marcin Tapora. Eh. Marcus Perez was supposed to fight someone really good. Now he's getting dresses to Polisi, who I do not know. Coleman advanced Edison Barbovas was Mako and Amir Khani. Uh, I mean Amir Khani is one of the greater disappointments in MMA, in my opinion. I think he's a solid fighter, but I think, you know, if he doesn't get the fight to the ground, he's gonna get fucked up. I think he's taking the fight on short notice as well. So we're going to do the pick next week, or excuse me, we're going to do pick this week, and uh, it hopefully it'll be on video. Hopefully you'll see my dumb face, and uh, we can rock it. We can rock it, and that'll be a new thing moving forward. All right, that's it. That's the show. I want to keep it under 40 minutes. It's 36 minutes. Fuck yeah. I ranted a lot, but that is it. Uh, oh, let's go. Woo! Hey, pal, do me a favor. Get her down off there. What do you say? Woo! I say let her dance. Escort this gentleman to the door. Do you see that shit? Good. He's real good. The name is Dalton.